I just went to the New York for the first time, and I, I had not um, seen that anywhere. I've, so, you I've hadn't heard of seen anything or said anything yet? I, I had neither seen nor, nor said anything. Welcome to Pop-Up, the show where we watch and analyze commercials. My name is Dylan Wall. Uh, I worked in the film industry for several years. And I'm Dan Rivers. I'm a scholar and critic of cultural studies. And today we are looking at an ad campaign uh, called See Something, Say Something, which you may or may not be familiar with. It's based out of New York and it came about uh, right after 9-11, is that right? Yeah, and was funded by the Department of Homeland Security. Uh, yeah, and the idea was uh, especially on the subway, but just I think public transport in general. Um, if, you, if you saw something suspicious, the ad campaign wanted you to say something to uh, a nearby MTA worker. Sort of gained new life in 2016 with a bunch of new faces of people who had seen something and said something. And my friend Vienna, uh, my last trip to New York, uh, when I told her about this podcast, she said, you, you guys should look at Greg on the subway. I was like, who, who the hell is Greg on the subway? <laughs> uh, and she pointed me in the direction of this campaign, and it is actually uh, incredibly interesting to sort of follow it through. Later on in the show, we're actually going to invite Vienna on as a local expert to talk about her experiences with See Something, Say Something. So we're very excited about that. She'll be our first guest on the show. But for now, uh, let's go ahead and watch this commercial. This was part of a a larger campaign uh, where they brought in maybe 20 or so people who had see something say something stories and gave them little 30 second spots uh, video spots uh, where they got to tell their stories so we're gonna watch Greg T who is perhaps the most notable face of the campaign Greg T from Long Island Greg T from Long Island I was on my way to work traveling on the Long Island Railroad and I looked down along the right-of-way and I saw a number of vehicles parked inside a fenced-in area uh, very close to the tracks. It was disconcerting. I called the MTA hotline and I reported it. It's the easiest thing in the world to see something and say something. It's part of what we owe each other as New Yorkers. You have to keep each other safe. I'm a New Yorker. New Yorkers keep New York safe. So remember, if you see something, say something. Yeah, all right, initial thoughts. Damn, Greg T is a man of our time. Daniel. Lots of slow cam. You get the halo of light behind <laughs> Greg T as he's watching the camera. And so his story that he tells of his experience of seeing something, saying something, is that he saw some cars parked very near the tracks, and so he called it in. Yeah. I'm like, that's the whole story. <laughs> There's, that's it. <laughs> yeah. Maybe Greg's leaving some parts of the story out. Greg T, white guy in a suit. And it's like, Greg, who are by the cars? What activated your suspicion, Greg T from Long Island? Yeah, the story as he tells it, there is there is nothing in that that sounds immediately suspicious to me. No. I, the, we owe it to each other to keep each other safe. It's the New Yorker's responsibility, it's your duty as a New Yorker to report things. I mean, it plays this fear card. Who is this commercial designed for feels very clear. Yeah. Agreed. You're ultimately anchoring it in any single person's register of what is unsafe or who is unsafe. In 2008, New York Times posted a, an article that said 18 arrests have been made, but nothing had had come of the See Something, Say Something campaign that resulted in stopping any act of terrorism. And then in 2010, there was actually an incident where, well, it's a little unclear, but a street vendor called in what looked suspicious and turned out to be a car that had a car bomb in it. 
And while he was being interviewed by reporters, he kept talking about see something, say something. Um, so whether that was, I mean, one, one way or another, like that was on his mind. Yeah. So it is cultivating this atmosphere of anxiety without object. Right? Yeah. Like, that, that anything is, is worthy of being scared of. Yeah. Regardless of any kind of effect, because the effect remains unknown. And that, that said, like I was not in New York on 9-11. I don't know what it feels like, what triggers exist there. I, it's easy for me to sit here and say that's not worth being scared of, but what do I know? Yeah. It's still it's still like weirdly propaganda, right? Yeah. I would say that this is a pretty successful ad and what it's trying to do. I'm just skeptical of the, the ways that sentiment is deployed to manipulate emotions and to extend this aura of benevolent control over space, especially a space like New York which is a contact zone. And it's not a question, it's not a provocation, it's a mandate. If you see something, say something. When you said before propaganda, that's fitting. Yeah. And what's the turn? How how much does it take to turn from if you see something, say something, to if you see something, do something? I mean, that's yeah, that's if, the George Zimmerman. Yeah, if the, if the subtext here is be a hero, and then yeah, it would not take much to make a logical leap to like, well, I could do something here. Is it time to call on a local expert? I think we could really use that insight, yeah. I think so too, let's do it. So we have in the studio with us today, a New Yorker. <laughs> She's a New Yorker. <laughs> <laughs> She's a New Yorker. Vienna Poise, who first turned me on to this uh, whole campaign. So for me, this is something that I see basically every day to and from work. It's actually usually to Manhattan that I see these advertisements. They're not only in many of the trains and kind of take over that whole car of a train, but Greg seems to stick out from the various different people that are in those ads more than anyone else. And I think that that this is probably, this person is most discussed out of all of this. Why Greg T? Why is he the one that stands out? I, I'm not exactly sure. I think that people don't necessarily identify with him at all. Um, I think, I know, seriously, I think that's probably where it begins. When we first talked about this, there would seem to be a certain fondness for Greg T. Yeah, admittedly, like it was the same for me where I found him odd, but like I was happy that Greg was there. Um, <laughs> maybe it was because he kind of worked as this like connecting factor when I was on a train with anyone, we would begin to talk about Greg because he was right there staring at you. And so like that's the person that stood out. So you begin to discuss that. And then as you move along through your day and your weeks and your months in New York, you randomly get a photo of Greg tea that pops up from someone who's sending it to you. So then it became kind of endearing. I love everything about this. The recent controversy with him, he basically says that anyone who is on the side of Black Lives Matter, that police, that the MTA police have a reason to search those people. Uh, um, and, and yeah. I feel like that confirms everything that we'd already Almost thought about. Yeah. Oh. That's another thing that like strikes me is about all of these quotes because of all of them, none of them are actually threatening. Mm. Like all of those quotes, you're like, well, okay. Like there was fundamentally nothing happening there. And that's what you're <laughs> emphasizing. Those are your most critical that you could find. And there was nothing happening. Yeah, I think that's poignant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
And also that none of them come to anything, right? It's not like, oh, this person said, you know, someone left their purse on a, bat, or on a, on a train and then th there happened to actually be some sort of a bomb or something inside. It's just tightening the gears of surveillance, right? Absolutely. The campaign is to instigate fear that we should always be aware of our surroundings, concerned with them and a bit skeptical that something could be going on. Um, and, and to almost be looking out for it rather than just passively see something that, that might make you think something is wrong, but that we're actively being told that there are likely to be things wrong right. and that we should look for them. Um, yeah, in fact, find, find what's wrong yeah. becomes the message yeah. instead of just like, observe yeah know? yeah absolutely the balance for lack of a better word right now makes or the synchronicity makes sense because in many ways fear is the flip side of safety right like they're they're both accessing the same sort of emotions right our our perception of safety is is basically in direct correlation or inverse correlation with our our sense of fear um, and so it makes sense that they lean into the, they brand it as like, keep New York safe. And what yeah. they're actually saying is keep New York afraid. Well, and it makes sense too, that when you investigate Greg T, you find white supremacist undertones, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because that atmosphere of fear coming out of the war on drugs into the war on terror is like always racialized. Right. Yeah. Anytime that you're just supporting the security straight through surveillance, like that's already, I mean, a function of racism, right? Of mm -hmm. structural sort of, yeah, attempts to capture bodies. Not to mention the whole stop and frisk thing, which is yeah. like part of what's caught up in the rest of this, right? And the ways that this can proliferate that and how Black Lives Matter might be seen as somehow threatening to Greg T's heroic project. Right. Totally. In your experience, how likely is someone to see something say something? So actually, I recently did this and I was very shocked with myself. So <laughs> I got off a platform, I was transferring trains, I was in Manhattan, and I saw all of these suitcases just kind of sitting there and there was clearly no one with them. I, this was recently after the bombing, so I thought like, ah, there could be something, I'm really in a rush. And what's funny is I walked up to an MTA worker who was just walking past me and I just said, hey, like there's a bunch of suitcases down there. They're clearly not claimed. I don't know what you want to do with it, but I'm just letting you know. And she said, oh, well, you need to go over to that office and report it. And I was like, no, I've already done what I was supposed to do according to you. And yet, <laughs> and yet like it's, it's ending here. It doesn't seem like you're gonna do anything because you're, I, I don't know what you're up to, but apparently you don't care enough to report it. And it's still my duty to go further and sit in an office and then discuss it. It's not going to happen. Did you feel like a hero afterwards? <laughs> Absolutely not. I thought, what a waste of my time. You missed your chance at a 30-second spot and a I billboard. I know. They didn't even ask me, do you want your photo type? Nothing You happened. You had the perfect story because we don't even know how it ends. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Well, at the end of every one of these, I don't know if you've listened to the podcast or if Dylan's told you, but we brand it so we come up with a word or phrase to try to tag on to the, the advertisement we're talking about. I don't know, it's like see nothing, do nothing type thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> Vienna, thank you so much for joining us and for yeah, talking absolutely. about Greg T. Thank you. Very happy to be here.
Greg T, disconcerting. There it is. All right. Uh, thank you so much, friends, for listening to Pop Up. We thoroughly enjoy making it. We hope you enjoy listening to it. If you like the show, you can subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Don't forget to rate and review us. That helps us get into the new and noteworthy spot. And also, please share it with your friends. Uh, you can become a sustaining member on Patreon. Even a dollar a month is going to get you some of the perks. And it means so much on our end, and the rewards only get cooler from there. You can follow us on Twitter at popupthepodcast. Our email address is popupthepodcast at gmail.com. Uh, that, that's, I think we, I think we nailed it. I think, I think we, we nailed, nailed it in it. one. Yeah. Uh, anything else to say? Stay tuned. Stay tuned, friends. like a brain and like a uh, skillet. Yeah, an egg. An egg. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, no, it's an egg. That's what <laughs> yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah.